Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Ministry Leaders Podcast, Episode 28. We're a podcast aimed at equipping local church volunteer leaders, pastors, and other ministry leaders to better serve their ministries and churches. I want to start with a question. Have you ever been in a leadership situation where there's one person on the board or the committee or at the church business meeting who has a lot of opinions, a loud voice, but who doesn't have skin in the game about the things they have opinions about? They're not directly involved or impacted or don't have any responsibility for actually overseeing or implementing what they're sharing their opinions about. Or let me give you another leadership scenario. Have you ever been in charge of something, responsible for something, but whenever there was a decision to make, you had to bring it to other people, maybe a supervisor or superior, maybe a committee, And they wound up blocking your efforts or thwarting your momentum, either because they didn't understand the details or dynamics like you did, or they didn't see the importance of the situation like you did, or they had a different vision or different perspective on how things should go. And so you felt stymied or stuck or maybe dead in the water. It's frustrating, isn't it? Both of these scenarios, which are all too common in churches, but in other organizations and businesses too, have to do with an imbalance of authority and responsibility. The first scenario, that influential voice with no skin in the game, they have authority, maybe it's informal authority, but it's authority nonetheless, or if you're not comfortable with the word authority, substitute the word influence. They have authority or influence, but they have no responsibility. That second situation where you're frustrated or feeling undermined or shut down by others In that case, you have responsibility, but not enough authority or influence to carry it out. When authority and responsibility get out of balance, out of alignment, when someone has too much of one and not enough of another, things don't go well for that person or for the church or organization as a whole. Picture it like a seesaw or teeter-totter, whatever you call it, that playground apparatus where one person sits on each side and when one goes up, the other goes down and vice versa. It's fun when you're a kid, but only if the person on each side is about the same weight, right? When the two sides are balanced. But what happens when you're on one side and someone twice your size is on the other? It's no fun, right? Because you're stuck up at the top and they're down on the ground and nobody's moving. I remember as a kid, if my mom or dad was on one side, my sister and I would both have to get on the other side to balance it out, so it worked. Well, authority and responsibility work like that, too. They have to be balanced for leadership to work. If you have too much of one and not enough of the other, there's going to be frustration and leadership momentum is going to grind to a halt. Let's apply this to churches. Let's say that your church has a leadership position of elder or deacon or whatever your church calls it. And, and this board of people have a lot of authority in the church. The buck stops with them. They are empowered to make decisions, but they don't have clear areas of responsibility. Maybe their job descriptions are vague, if they have any at all. And there's no set delineation of what they're supposed to do other than Something really general like shepherding the flock or guarding the church's doctrine or guiding the church's mission. But nobody could evaluate whether they're actually doing that because nobody knows what that exactly means. What you have here is leaders given lots of authority but having no real responsibility. 
Now, maybe, hopefully, they're taking responsibility themselves, and if so, that's great. But if they aren't, then chances are that someone else is trying to really do what those leaders are supposed to be doing, and that other person, whoever he or she is, and maybe there's more than one of them, they're probably really frustrated because the actual authority rests with those who aren't tuned in, who don't have ownership or appreciation for what's actually involved in the trenches. On the other hand, maybe you do have a clear area of responsibility in your church. Maybe you're on staff or you're a volunteer and you have a clear and tangible job to do or area that you're responsible for overseeing. But you're not really the decision maker. You have to always be going to someone else to sell your ideas, to ask for funds or resources, to get permission. Chances are, if this is the case, you are really frustrated at times because you have responsibility, but not the authority to really carry it out. These are the things that can happen when we aren't careful as a church or ministry or organization to match up levels of authority with comparable levels of responsibility. But it's not always the organization's fault. Sometimes we as leaders do it to ourselves or we do it to others. On the one hand, maybe we gravitate to positions of authority for the honor or the status that they give us or the, the power, the voice, the influence. But we're not really interested in taking responsibility for over implementing the, the decisions we make. We, we don't have time. Let someone else do it is, is kind of our approach. Or, or maybe it's less formal than that. Maybe we just have a lot of opinions and we're outspoken about them. And either we're loud enough or people respect us enough that we have an influence on what happens. But truth be told, most of our opinions are about what other people should be doing and how they should do it. We're not personally involved in overseeing those areas. We're exercising authority or intangible personal authority in this case, influence over areas where we have no actual responsibility for the oversight or implementation. Well, if we're like either of these scenarios, if our authority outweighs our responsibility, chances are there's someone on the other end of that teeter-totter who's stuck up in the air, who's frustrated because we're undermining or second-guessing or redirecting or even blocking what they're trying to get done. On the other hand, on the opposite end of things, maybe we are a person with a high sense of responsibility and we've actually taken responsibility for a lot of things that no one asked us to do. Maybe we picked them up because no one else was doing them or they weren't being done well or we just saw a need and we jumped in and we met it. But nobody has asked us to be responsible for these things. And here's the deeper part. Maybe even God hasn't asked us to be responsible for that. And we're doing it without any authority, without any resources or decision-making ability. And so we're getting frustrated that it's not going well and other people aren't supporting us. You know, as a pastor myself, I can take a lot of weight of responsibility on myself. I see holes and I feel tempted to plug them. I see others not doing a job and I feel tempted to jump in and do it. I see a need and I feel tempted to fill it. And if I don't or I can't, sometimes I feel guilty. I feel a weight of responsibility for that thing, even though it's not supposed to be my thing. Sometimes other people bring problems to my attention and imply that I should do something about them. And what I've had to learn and what I'm still learning is to step back and say, should I really be taking that on? Is that really my responsibility? Is God asking me to do that? 
Or is it just my own overdeveloped sense of responsibility? Because if I take on a bunch of responsibility to please everyone or to rescue other people or, or do what they're supposed to do um, and, and fix all the problems I see, I may find myself with way more responsibility than what I actually have authority to do. And that is a recipe for frustration and eventually for burnout. So application. First, personally, how balanced is your own teeter-totter? What are you feeling responsible for and taking responsibility for? And is that matched by the level of authority you have? Is the authority more than the responsibility? Are you quick to share your opinions in areas that you are, are actually others' responsibility? If so, you need to back off and maybe even apologize to some people. Or do you have a position of authority, but you're disengaged? You're not actually involved in making things happen. You're not taking responsibility for the results or the outcome. If so, it's time to step up and learn to do your job or to step down and let someone else do it who's more motivated or capable of implementing that particular responsibility. Or on the other hand, are you frustrated because you don't really have the authority to do your job? Someone else has the authority to do what you're responsible for. And they're blocking you. They're second-guessing you. They're dismissing you. This is a tough one as to how to handle it in a, gracious, in a gracious, healthy way. Maybe you need to ask to be empowered. Or maybe if that's not possible, you need to graciously step down. Well, then third, how about this question? What is God giving you authority to do? There are certain things you don't need authority from any church or ministry to do, like to share your faith, like to pray for people to, that they be healed or set free or transformed, or like to disciple and mentor people. Maybe in these areas, all you need is to hear God's encouragement for you to step out in his authority. Well, that's on a personal level, on an organizational level. Has your church or ministry taken a look at this? Are your job descriptions for various leaders and volunteers and staffs um, something that you have reviewed for committees as well? And then have you looked at your organizational structure and culture? Who really calls the shots? Who pulls the levers? Who influences the direction and the functioning? And who's tasked with the responsibility for actually overseeing and implementing things on the ground and getting them done? And how do those two line up? How balanced are your teeter-totters of your different leadership positions? If you can balance them up, you will reduce frustration and you'll free people up as an organization to lead effectively and passionately and joyfully. Well, that's it for this episode of the Ministry Leaders Podcast. If you find this podcast valuable, please share it with someone. You can also help spread the word by subscribing to the podcast or leaving us a rating and a review. Bye for now.